We in the building. We back. Time and time again, we do this. <clears throat> Come on now. We do this because we used to it. <laughs> Forget those who don't do this. Pod, my nigga, pod. It's crazy. <laughs> Imagine if we had a pie toast. That's disgusting. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I'm hungry. I could actually go for some pie toast, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <clears throat> when you do toast, do you do like straight butter? Are you like, are you cinnamon toast? Are you uh, are you jam jelly? Yeah, I'm jelly. Every time. All right, guys. Are we past one minute? We might be past 60 seconds. Let's play a game of how nigger are we? Alright, <laughs> <laughs> right, go ahead. Just do it. Just do it. Nigger it. Nigger it for us. What, what flavor is the jelly? What flavor is the jelly? Great. Boom, nigger. <laughs> Come on, man. Alright, my bad. I didn't, I didn't mean to do you like that. <laughs> I didn't mean to do you like that early. <laughs> Sheesh. Oh, man, are you ready to get into the pot? Yes. All right, let's do this. Episode 228, Rise and Grind Podcast. Let's go. Episode 228 of the Rising Ground Podcast. Your boy Roderick in the building. I'm Jakari. <clears throat> it's back. We back. Yep. Another Monday. <laughs> no, I don't, bro. Just, just, just go past back. it. Like, it's back. I know. Like, nah, by it, I meant the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sir. We back, though, man. What's up? How you feeling? We been, back. Bro? How you feeling? I'm good. How, how are you? I actually, I had to wake Kari up with my call this morning when I came into the stew. Um... <laughs> So much so when I when I got to the door, I had to tell this nigga to rise and grind. <laughs> it was actually funny because yeah, yeah. we finally got to make a joke out of that shit. I've never got to tell <laughs> anybody to rise and grind. This nigga Kari was asleep. 
When we supposed to be getting ready to pod, I open the door. This nigga's number one. Usually, <clears throat> when I come to pod, the door to the studio is always just open. I should be like, we should be able to just get straight in. I uh, I tug on the door a couple of times. Door is locked. Yeah, I'm like, okay, this is a little different. <laughs> um, so I, I I ring it, you know, just to see, you know, if it's gonna get open for me, you know. Get to go back into the the stew room. Nothing. No answer. No answer. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna have to call Kari. This is one of those, uh, <clears throat> one of those you can't get in the club. Nobody's validating who you are. You got to call your friend. <laughs> right. Um, Meet me outside. I call Kari. You wake up. I mean, you walk up to the door. Um, wiping your eye. Yeah. Um. Sleep. <laughs> I don't know how any other way to put it, man. So I had to tell this nigga to get up, rise and grind. Yeah, man. Um, we here. How was your weekend though? My weekend was good. So the reason why I'm knocked out, bro. So I had just came back from the gym. Yeah, and bro. he knew I was. He knew I was coming. Yeah, I had I had just came back from the gym right after the gym. I went and got me some breakfast. It's a little IHOP right by the crib, right? So I'm I'm feeling good. I'm I'm stuffed. I'm full. I'm stuffed. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Ever say that Boss. again, Corey? This nigga said I'm stuffed. I was full, man. But anyways, don't say that either. It's Easter Sunday, and be honest, you know, you said, "Hey, I'm with Mom Dukes." You you had church, and then y'all had the little food afterwards. You said, "Hey, I'm gonna pull up a little bit later." It was a little bit later than when you normally pull up. So I was like, "Let me sneak a little nap real quick." If that was the case, nigga, I would have <laughs> snuck a nap in. Nah, nigga, My fault. it don't work like that. But nah, yeah, I was knocked out, bro. But overall, I feel great. I had a great weekend, man. Just really relaxing, chilling. Friday night, I didn't do nothing. Saturday, I woke up, linked up with you early in the morning. We had to go ahead and get our goals knocked out for the quarter. Second quarter, man. For the quarter, you feel me? We didn't talk about the fact that we are in April now. The first quarter's over. We're in the second quarter. Um, Just like Kari said, we had to sit down and establish our goals. Hopefully, you've sat down uh, with your people, with your business partners, with yourself, and have started to establish what you want to take care of for the next three months. Sheesh. It's already April, yo. And by the end of this quarter, which is sense. going to fly by, let me let you know. All right. We're going to be halfway over with two, uh, 2023. Crazy six months in, huh? But yeah, man, that was Saturday morning. So it's crazy. So we we linked up. I'm going to tell them what we planned on doing and what actually happened. Saturday morning, we was like, all right, let's link up early. Go ahead and knock out our goals. And then we're going to do the pod. Right. <laughs> on Saturday, you know, we was like, we're going to do the pod afterwards. So, so we're going to have all Easter Sunday. Exactly. So by the time we finished up the goals, everything, we was like, man, we trying to formulate the list. We actually came to work. We pulled up to work. We were here. We was ready to work, man, but we, we just wasn't feeling it. You know what I'm saying? We just like, mm. Yeah, and I, I wanted, <laughs> we wanted to wait for a little bit more content. Yeah, I was just like, mm, let's give it another day, man. So, yeah. Um, after that, man, I came back to the crib because we was at the studio. Then we ended up leaving, getting some food, pulling back up to your crib yep. to um, finish just some work. Like, we already started on the goals. We wrote some shit down. I was like, shit, we got time. Let's get right to it. So we linked up, finished that. When I got back home, man, I fell asleep. I was knocked out. I was so tired leaving your crib, dog. Nigga, I fell asleep the moment you left. <laughs> I was so sleepy, man. And I was gone for probably the next two hours. Jeez, yeah, me too. I'll sleep for a minute. I have a, like... 
I don't know how I can sleep as much as I do. Like, I'm sleep 75% of the fucking day. <laughs> now, I'm very productive. Um, and when I'm awake, I, I'm always doing something. I'm always working. But um, as soon as I get home from work on the weekdays, I'm asleep. I'll probably only be up from maybe 2 to 5 a.m. And I'll be asleep again till about 7, work till about Four or five. I'm only sleep. Sleep work. Sleep work. Sleep work. Are you the type of person that falls asleep instantly or do it take you time? Um, In certain places, it will take me time. But if I'm at the crib, all I need to do is sit down on the couch <laughs> or lay down on my bed. It's over. It's wraps. It's wraps. Yeah. But um, I used to be a very light sleeper. I used to... Um, <clears throat> it used to take me a long time to get to sleep. Mm-hmm. Now... I can go to sleep really quick, and a tornado could fly by, and I wouldn't even fucking know it. That's crazy. When I was younger, I was more of a uh, hard, what do you call it, a harder sleeper. Yeah, you're a hard sleeper. These days, bro, I'm a light sleeper. Like, like that call, like you said, like, normally back then, like, calls wouldn't wake me up. You would have to, like, shake me to wake me up, bro. Like, I, I could be standing, looking you in your eyes and not even knowing, like, what you're saying because I'm so tired. I don't even know why you're asking me this question, Corey. What's up? Because from... We've been best friends our whole fucking life. And we went to college together and were roommates. And you know. Oh, bro, you was horrible. Yeah. There were times in college that. So bad. My ex ex would be calling you. My mother would be calling you. My sisters would be calling you. Like, where is this nigga? I haven't heard from him in hours. Is he alive? (laughs) Is he okay? And you'll open my fucking door to my room. Oh, he's in there asleep. It's like he's just in there. He's asleep. His phone must be dead. <laughs> Yo. And, and it would be all the time. I mean, they would call you worried. Yes, bro. The whole family. Like, he's not lying. The whole family hit my line. I'm like, yo, he's he in the next room, knocked out. He all right. I am a very hard sleeper. Ain't nothing gonna happen to that nigga. If anything happened, I'm calling y'all. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, now. And I was never doing shit. I was always just in my room just sleep. sleep. Yeah. <laughs> never into nothing crazy. But yeah, man. <clears throat> As a kid, like I said, I, I slept way harder. These days, I'm, I'm much more of a light sleeper. Um, like, phone calls can wake me up more easily. Like, back then, you would probably have to call me more than once. I'm probably jumping up on the first ring these days. But I've never had an issue with an alarm clock. Like, even when I was younger, Tuh. I'm good with the alarms. I'm still good with the alarms now. Are you trying to take subtle fucking shots at me, Corey? Nah, we just talking. Nah, because Kari's trying to bring up some other shit, and I already know what he's bringing up. I, I swear I wasn't even like throwing no shots. What's I'm up? bad with alarms, too. <laughs> All right, so let me just be able to pull up my phone, and I don't know if the cameras will be able to catch this. Damn. I get up in the morning, and I need to be at work <laughs> at 7.15. So that me- and I live five minutes from work. Yo. So that means I need to be up by at least 6.30 or 6.45. I do the shower shit the night before. Um, so all I do is wash my face, brush my teeth, get dressed, get my shit together, go to work. I need to be up by 6.30 to 6.45. I don't know if the camera will be able to see in any of the shit that I've got up here. Um, <clears throat> and I know other people that are like me, so don't judge me, Corey. <laughs> I have an alarm set for 5, 5.15, 5.30, 5.45, 6.00. 6.45, only because the, <laughs> the thing about it is, number one, I do have a problem getting up on time, but it's not that I can't wake up. It's that I don't like to. So I like to snooze my phone 
so much that I feel like I've gotten enough sleep. I want to snooze it enough to think in my head like, damn, I've snoozed it enough. You slept long enough. It's time to get up. So I set them early so I can snooze it eight, nine, 10, 11 times so I can find you be like, oh, fuck, fine. And by the time that I'm tired of it, I'm tired of snoozing and it's time to finally get up, I'm right on track, 6.30. <laughs> so you're not the type of person that could sleep all the way to the time where you're supposed to get up. Oh, absolutely <laughs> you, not. you rather wake up early and snooze until it's time to get up. If I go to sleep at 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock at night and I need to be up by 6.30, I can't just alarm go off at 6.30. No, <laughs> that's that's, no, I'm going to be at work me. 7.45. <laughs> that's me. So, look, I'm going to show you my... You can just get straight up. Oh, this nigga has three alarms. <laughs> you got like 10. I got three. Nigga, I've got clo- close to 30. Because you, you don't <laughs> want to know crazy. when I... like. <laughs> Just like I said, when I come home from work, I take a nap even then. Sometimes I don't even plan the nap. It just fucking happens. So I've got a routine here. got an afternoon. Like for the weekends, like we got 12, 12, 10. Um, we got 220, 225. For the later evening, we got 6, uh, 620, 630. For the morning, on into the morning, oh my gosh, 8, 9, 945. I don't bullshit. That's funny, yo. <laughs> Anytime I need to be up, I'm gonna set at least four alarms. Damn. Yeah, just one to do for me. No, I snooze though. I'm not gonna act like I snooze. Shout out to Scissor. <laughs> I'll be snoozing though. But yeah, just three alarms. I got just the one that the every day, Monday through Friday, and then I got one that I use for just like morning time, uh, AM times, and then one for right. like PM times. You know. So I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, go back to to your week. Or me your weekend, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, that was it. So we was really just talking about, like I said, Saturday, linked up with you. Once we were done, I came back home and um, fell asleep, man. And then, you know, next day, Easter Sunday, um, like I said, just had a great breakfast. We doing the podcast. And that's it, man. But overall, you had asked me how I'm feeling. I feel great, bro. It's a beautiful day. You know what I mean? Everything's good. So Absolutely. Everything's amazing, bro. But yeah, I feel straight. How you feeling? How was your weekend? Tell me what's up. I feel good. Um... Friday was a cool day. I didn't have work. Oh, yeah, you had good Friday. It's good Friday. Everybody should have had good Friday, Corey. I mean, even <laughs> if you didn't have, even if you still had work, it was still good Friday. Uh, yeah, that's correct. And I actually did have a great See, look, Friday. see, Corey hey, God. <laughs> Man. <laughs> so, look, I'm sorry. I got to cut you off. I ran, <laughs> I ran into your mom, Dukes, over the weekend, and she <laughs> she mentioned that. She was like, look, Corey, I heard, I heard you may not. Man, I love God. I said, man, stop believing your son. I swear this is a true story, bro. This is a true story. She was yeah, like, she I, she stopped me. Yeah, she, she was like, I heard you may not believe in God. You know, you invited to church on Sunday. I said, all right. She called me. She was like, yeah, I talked to Kari because you said he hates God. <laughs> you got to stop spreading rumors, man. You the one said you hated God. The whole city didn't heard it that fast. And growing up in college, like, Kari said he hated God then, too. That ain't what I said. <laughs> Man, like, why your name like that around the city if you ain't never said that? I know, man. That's crazy. I need to change the narratives around here. CTA, Cardi Atheist. <laughs> they be calling him CTA around the city, Cardi Atheist. No, <laughs> it's like sir. Tyler, the creator. <laughs> no, sir. Yeah. With a comma. Yeah, yeah. Cardi. <laughs> comma, the atheist. You, no, sir. You lucky I love you or this would be episode 228, Cardi Atheist. No, sir. <laughs> we would never let that fly, bro. I'm not showing up for 229. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I swear I'm not. Hey, everybody, like, uh, there's some pods 
where I tell y'all, yes, we've named the pod what we named the pod, but we've got an inside <laughs> secret pod name. The inside secret pod. This is episode 228, Kari the Atheist. CTA. <laughs> CTA. CTA. That's crazy, man. Uh, but no, nah, it was a pretty good week. Friday went on. Um, had the day off. Took some time to relax. Just, you know, chilled at home. Saturday, like you said, we linked up. We were supposed to do the pod. It was a mix of trying to get more content for you guys. And, um, you know, just wasn't hitting them. Uh, just didn't feel it. Yeah, wasn't hitting on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got a lot of work done. We still got some work to get done towards what we were doing. We ironed out everything we needed to for uh, the quarter. I talked to Kari. We talked about this in pods in the past, but um, I talked to him over the weekend. We going fucking crazy this this quarter. Like, I'm back to what I was saying last year. We're setting certain things up right now behind the scenes that soon you're going to see come to fruition. <clears throat> and we about to take this to a, a, a new level. Last year, we told y'all we were taking shit to a new level. Shit was at a at a brand new level. It's time to take this to another level. And I feel like the next level that we go to, niggas haven't, niggas, uh, they haven't even seen this in their heads. Like they might have saw this level up that we on right now, but we about to do something crazy. I only want to push shit forward. I only want to go to the next level. Um, I think in the next quarter, you're going to see us reap a lot of the benefits of going to the next level, but but uh, this quarter we're going to lay some of the groundwork and, and going into that level. <sighs> so it's back with our fucking head down. Um, yeah, for the, for the next three months. We established all of that on Saturday. It was UFC fight night on Saturday, so I'm, I'm moving Ooh. back into my weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Israel Adesanya was fighting. Ooh. Masvidal was fighting. Um my husband got his ass beat, and he said that he was retiring if he lost. So, I mean, 20 years worth of the game. He put that in. Um, it was an amazing card last night. I think it was UFC 287. And um, the the main event, Israel Adesanya, he ended in a knockout. Did you see that? Yes, sir. I mean, that shit was dirty. Put them paws on that boy. It was dirty, man. Yeah, bro, he knocked his ass out like clean. It, like, like, that was a clean, straight punch to the to the temple. Knock him out. You know what I mean? And it, Izzy's one of the best of the best these days. Um, but the last couple fights he's been in, one of them he lost. One of them was iffy that he won. So I'm glad he took this home in a knockout. Not only had he lost prior to that that fighter, mm-hmm. but... Um, it beat him like three times, right? Before? Yeah, that was... Two or three times? He beat him twice. Twice, okay. I think he beat him twice, and then one of the other times, I think he got knocked out. Um, one, for sure, I remember he got knocked out. It was the last one. <clears throat> okay. Sheesh. And the one before that, he won, but it was iffy. He he didn't put on a good show, and that's Channing's favorite fighter, so mm-hmm. I always taunt her about that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He needed to come put on a performance like he put on on Saturday night. It was good to see. It was an amazing night. Um Donald Trump was in the building. <laughs> fresh out. That nigga was, yeah, fresh out. Yes, sir. First <laughs> day out. Hold him down. We bro. need that first day out. Hold him down, bro. And um, after all the memes and pictures that I've posted, it's funny because my pastor at church referred to him as Teflon, uh, as Teflon Don. 
And I was like, oh shit, that's crazy. Because he's, he's Teflon Donnie. You Teflon know them charges Donnie. ain't gonna stick. He's, he's Teflon Don, man. It's not gonna stick, man. That's funny, yo. Um, <clears throat> Teflon Donnie. But it was a good, it was a good night for fights. Um, Shakur Stevenson Ooh. on the boxing side, he hey, fought. Hey. I missed that, but I need to go back and watch. Did he did he win last night? Absolutely, a knockout. Okay. Damn. Bro, he's nice, fam. Yeah, hell yeah, that he's nice. nice as fuck. Bro. Absolutely. And moving forward, not this weekend, I don't think, but next weekend, we're headed into uh Ryan Garcia, Javante Davis. We are. Vegas. They, oh, they in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That's yeah, that's one of the most this is this is one of the anticipated fights. Yeah, this is probably the biggest uh and most anticipated fight of 2023, only because you love Tank. Tank is fucking Tank, and you know he's going to get the job done every single time. But Ryan Garcia is almost like the, the hero, like the, the Oscar De La Hoya-ish. Like you, mm-hmm. you can't hate Ryan Garcia, yeah. but you can't go against Tank. Exactly. Who are you going for in this fight? Tank. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I want Tank to always win. Any, any other fight, I'm going for Ryan Garcia. Yeah, yeah. But... I'm going for Tank every time. Yeah, I'm rooting for everything that's black. I'm sorry. Absolutely. Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. <laughs> Shout out my nigga Wale, who's also black. <laughs> <laughs> every time. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, definitely going for him. But I just want to get back to the uh, Shakur Stevenson. So he knocked bro down in round two and round four. And then I think it was round six, bro. He, he was beating his head in so much, the ref just caught it. Oh, I want to see <laughs> it, man. I want to see it. Oh, well, I say he's nice, man. He's undefeated. He's... He's that guy. It's to the point where, and when it comes to UFC, I'm nice with that shit. And boxing. I don't mean like my actual skills in it. Um, I knowledge. mean with, yeah, my knowledge. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's time I get on stake. We might fuck around and get a deal with them niggas. So you need to hit up Drake and them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me call Drake. <laughs> um, but stake is one of those that they transfer your money into a digital currency. And then you play. So mm-hmm. it's technically not gambling with U.S. currency. So you can do it in all 50 states. Mm-hmm. Um, and niggas are running that shit up off of the, the sports picks. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, niggas with them VPNs know how to do that DraftKings shit. I already know how to do the DraftKings thing. But um, <clears throat> it's something that you could use. Whatever the bros been using lately, I don't know. <clears throat> but you ain't got to have, like, the uh, the VPN. It's something that... It's probably steak. That's legal in Texas. I don't Steak. know, man. Probably. Yeah, stake.us. It's because it's not cash. They take their money and transfer into basically crypto. Gotcha. So every everything goes when it's crypto, except for the owners of it. <laughs> I take that back. <laughs> Even they go. <laughs> take that back. Them niggas go too. Facts. Faster. <laughs> In a hurry. Yeah. Them niggas go in a hurry. <laughs> they go somewhere where when you go, you never come back. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> the ground. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> oh. That's crazy. <laughs> and the niggas that did it are, are more missing than they are. <laughs> Man, them niggas be good. Like, them niggas. I, I, the thing is, I'm doing the same thing right now that you do with the, the kid you thought was going to shoot up the school. Like, friending them. 
Yeah, I'm I'm pandering for them. Ooh, they, they good. They good with that shit. Like, oof, I've never seen niggas get murders off like that. Whoever did that, they bomb with it. <laughs> they the bomb with yeah, murders. Yeah, 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 yeah. Salute, nigga. <laughs> Respect, nigga. I'm sorry, Stevie. <laughs> you know, Bobby. <laughs> you know, niggas uh, in the military, they be mad as fuck when they see somebody that's not in the yeah. service salute. I'm sorry, guys. I didn't mean it. Yeah. You said in Bobby? Yeah. I'm sorry, Bobby. <laughs> Shout out y'all, man. Absolutely, absolutely. <clears throat> Are we ready to actually get into this this pod business, this music business? Yo, were you done with your week? You all wrapped up there? You good? Am I all wrapped up? Yeah, I'm wrapped up. <laughs> I got a chill. I mean, like, nigga, I didn't, I didn't just finish a swim at the pool. <laughs> Fuck. My fault. That's what you say to your kids before you go back up to the hotel room. Right, right, right. <laughs> Y'all wrapped up? <laughs> all right. Get your flip-flops. <laughs> Fuck. Um, are we about to move into music though? Yeah, yeah, let's do it, man. All right, I think we only had two albums to touch, so let's go ahead and do that now. Ray Shrimmerd. We talked about Ray Shrimmerd dropping their Shrimp for Life. It's out. A slew of new tracks. Multiple different vibes on this album. We got some upbeat. We got some slow vibes. We got some B sides. We got some bangers. How you feel about this? I would say. They impressed me more than I thought they would. Okay. Like, going into the album, I remember you had asked me, like, what are my thoughts? And I was like, man, I really don't know. I don't know what to expect. From the two singles that we had, they were both, like, on different spectrums. You Absolutely. Know? So I was like, bro, I don't I don't know how this sounds. So, going in, listening to the album, I really just went in with an open mind as much as I could. Because it's not like I didn't want to like it. I just didn't know what to expect, right? And I had said, like, I really enjoy them more as solo acts these days. But anyways. Me too. We talked about that. Listening to the project, though, man, like I said, they impressed me. And I think it's just because they didn't really force a lot to me. Like, this was just natural. It just felt like just like they went back to what worked before and they didn't try to do too much. But that is what made the song sound so good. What I will say in response to what you just said, if you think about it, they make hits every single album so much so that they've probably been in the groove of making hits for so long yeah. that it comes natural to them. They probably yeah. just know how to go in the booth and make what people like. They're some of the artists that we talk about that they've been trained making hits for so many years that they're like, all right, we need four or five hits for this album. Let's give them four or five hits and then we'll get into the shit that we really like. No, nah, that makes sense. That definitely makes sense because I, I feel like that. Like, there's some standout songs that are hits, could be radio hits if it was that today. TikTok hits. TikTok they hits. They knew what they were doing. Exactly. Very trendy songs, man. But track over, eight and nine. Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> no, I was going to say overall, I was just impressed, um, like I said, with the project. But yeah, go ahead. Tell me how you feeling. Um, I really enjoy this, even though I know they're not at their peak anymore and it's not going to get the critical acclaim that it would have in 2014 or 15. This is quality music still because they're both great artists. Ear Drummers is a great label. Um, <clears throat> great production going on over there. And they checked the boxes that they needed to check for albums. That's, that's probably what we were really getting at when we were saying all of the different styles and vibes they got. Mm -hmm. They checked what they needed to. All right, so when we talk about the Tanisha, that was one of the, the singles that singles, came out. Yep. Tanisha. Then they they dropped uh, Not So Bad. It wasn't a single, but it was on the album. That was the Eminem stand. Mm -hmm. um, 
sample. And I wonder if they have to clear this twice, because to be completely honest, the song is Thank You by Dido. Um, And then Eminem sampled Dido, to which everybody listened to Eminem. It really, really blew up. And now niggas are sampling that. So, yeah, they probably did have to clear this twice. But they had tracks like Tanisha, Not So Bad. So they they got the hits on here. Then you move into track six, seven, eight. Nine, when you got Benjamin's, Activate, Flaunt It, Sexy. Those are the ones that girls are going to be setting their phones up doing TikToks on. So especially uh, Flaunt It and Sexy, number eight and nine. Those are going to do it. <clears throat> then you move on to shit like uh, Something I'm Not, number 11. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be my song of the week. It's a hit. A B-side hit. I, it, they're checking the boxes. I don't know why I doubted them, and I apologize, Ray Shrimmer, for doubting you niggas in the, uh, in the rollout of this album <laughs> because they've been around 10-plus years, and they've shown and proved so much that we should have had no, should have had no doubt in their abilities. They came in, and they did veteran-type work. Sorry if I was long-winded. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Perfect example, like you said veteran work I wanted to go back to what I mentioned earlier about them just feeling to me I just feel like they didn't force anything with each song so what I mean by that Sway Lee we know this guy is very artistic he sounds good on hooks always right absolutely let's put Sway Lee on every hook on the damn on every song on the album yep you know and then let Jimmy come with his bars and his flow and his cadence and make the song whole I feel like they did that on just about every single song can we talk about how fucking good Slim Jimmy is? Because we give a lot of critical yes, acclaim to Sway Lee, Corey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy's, uh, bro, his his flow and his bars are very impressive. He his don't pen get enough, is crazy. Yeah, he don't get enough respect. He doesn't because he, he outperformed. Like I said, I know Sway Lee is the guy, but Jimmy, to me, on every song, like almost every song, I'm like, oh, Jimmy made that song whole. Like he outperformed Sway Lee. Jimmy carried this album. Yeah, dog, to me, I feel like he really outperformed Sway on this album. Think about this in the way, in a couple of different ways, the same way we think about Migos. Okay. <clears throat> of course, Quavo is the big one, and he's going to get on the hook and do what needs to be done to make sure the track sounds good. Mm-hmm. But the framework and groundwork of the songs are usually built up by Offset and Takeoff. Takeoff mostly. That's what happened over here where Sway Lee is putting the hook and a lot of some of, I mean, some of the, the verses together, but yeah, yeah. a lot of the framework and groundwork of these bars and songs are being done by Slim Jimmy. I agree. The other way that I'm saying this is in albums prior, we have uh, Shrim Life, Shrim Life 2, where you see Sway Lee be the standout. And you have Young Rich Nation and Culture One where you see Quavo and all these other uh, artists or Quavo and then Offset be the standout. You're looking at this one, no, Jimmy's a standout the same way you look at like a Culture Two or Culture Three and you're like, oh, this is takeoffs. Mm -hmm. This one's for takeoff. Yeah, man. Couldn't agree more. I was, like I said, listening all the way through. That's something that really stood out to me. And of course, like I wasn't even trying to, Pin them against each other. I'm just like, damn, on every song, once the song was over, I'm like, damn, Jimmy sounded good. Absolutely. Jimmy sounded good. Jimmy sounded good. So overall, it's a great project, though. Like, they both make each other 
whole. You know what I'm saying? One, as far as when they make the group music, they need each other when it comes to that. But I was very impressed with Slim Jimmy throughout this entire project. The last thing that I will say, and it's following up to the Slim Jimmy convo, <clears throat> after hearing this, if you are in tune with the rap game, if you're a label or a label head, you can look at this and go, okay, we're ready to put out solo albums for both of them. We can get solo albums out now for both of these artists. After Shrim Life 3, of course, that was like a double album. They were both solo albums on the same album. But if this is the end of the Shrim Life era and that's what we had, we got amazing artistry from Sway. We got amazing penmanship, bars, style, flow from Slim Jimmy. Mm -hmm. Leaving this, we can, we, can both, uh, we can both have a solo album. I agree. <clears throat> They're more willing to take the chance. And I don't want to say that in a negative way, but it's just like, okay, we've seen what you guys did on this project. Now we're more confident. If I'm the label, we're more confident of you guys rolling out, you know, solo projects. So I wouldn't be surprised if we did see that now post this. We talked on Saturday and we were like, nigga, I would love to hear the Slim Jimmy solo album. Yeah. Bring, bring that because just like we called them vets, they know how to check the boxes. So even if we think he's wilder, his style's different, um, it might not be the same as a Sway album or a Ray Shrimmer album, he's still going to know what boxes to check. Oh, my God, Slim Jimmy a killer fucking solo album. <laughs> the same way we think Sway would. Yeah, for sure. Hey, uh, let's, let's get him on Sunflower, uh, the Sunflower remix. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, shit, that's funny. That song went diamond, man. Absolutely. And, and nothing that we said is any shot towards Sway Lee because Sway Lee is, is fucking solidified. If you remember that, that video uh, or that clip or scene from the NWA biopic <laughs> when Easy is like, my position is motherfucking solidified. solidified. <laughs> Don't ever question that. <laughs> Sway Lee is solidified. Absolutely, man. Before we move out, though, last thing. You know, we talked about the Eminem sample flip, whatever. Yes. We knew that had been leaked for the last two, three years, so it was very anticipating. We were waiting to hear that one. Yeah. On Saturday, we talked and you said you really didn't enjoy it as much as you thought you would. Why is that? I knew I already wasn't going to because when we first heard the clip, it was really Slim Jimmy just singing it in his room. Sway. I'm sorry. My apologies. Sway, Sway, Sway Lee. Yeah, yeah. It was really just Sway Lee singing it in his room. Right. Correct. He didn't have the beat. He didn't have anything else. So... All I'm thinking in my head is I was like, all right, that sounds amazing. But when we finally get a beat behind it, I'm not going to like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, But he did what he was supposed to do or what I liked. And he kept his original recording of his the voice yes, yes. from that clip. Yes. <laughs> and I appreciated that. Yes. Now, the bars, I'm not saying I didn't like it because I liked it. It just didn't wow as much as when I heard the clip. And I was like, oh, he's flipping Stan. He's flipping Thank You by Dido. It didn't, the rest of the song didn't wow me as much. And I'm going to get into uh, something the same way with, with uh, Lil Yachty. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know where I was going with that? But um, yeah, yeah, I like the track. For and sure. I like the Lil Yachty track. Yeah, yeah. But we'll get into that later. For sure. Um, let's finish up what we were talking about with, uh, with Ray Schremer. I love the album. Yeah, same. Like I said, great listen. They put on a show to me. It was very impressive. <clears throat> Absolutely. 
So yeah, check that out, man. Do you Seven have a favorite? Four. Favorite? 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 You know, I have a favorite just because this song of the week right now. Something uh, I'm not. Yeah, man. That's and my that's my follow ups got to be flaunted because I already know they're gonna. If y'all don't do what y'all need to do on social media and on TikTok to flaunt it, waste. <laughs> Wasted time. Waste. Uh, I like YMCA number ten. Okay. Number seven, activate with future. I like those. And not so bad. I'm not. I'm not gonna hate on that. That's still a standout for me. Yeah. Yeah. Same. 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 But yeah, great project overall, though, for real. Absolutely. Let's move into the next album that we got up. <laughs> Daniel Caesar, never enough. He has returned. Daniel Caesar has <laughs> returned. He also uh he had a an uh an interview. I don't know who it was. He was sitting down with. Yeah. Where he apologized yeah. for all of the things that he said a few years ago. Uh-huh. I believe it was 2019 when he did that. Okay. Yes, yeah. it was when he made some weird racial comments. Yeah, yeah. He basically told, he spoke for the African-American community and basically told us that we should be more nice to white folks. And the thing about it is he's not from America, so he's not African-American. <laughs> like, we can give you black, but like, don't speak on behalf of African-Americans yeah. because you're not that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he walked it all back because, of course, he's got an album coming out. Of course. You know, he said it was a mistake. He apologized, you know, things like that, whatever. Uh, but, yes, obviously, when you're on a, a new rollout, 2023, you have a new album out. Of course, you're going to lead with, hey, I'm sorry for what I said four or five years ago. I he need you guys. He saw the sales. What he said last time was just before his his most previous album, Case Study 1, dropped. And he was like, hey, if you don't like me, don't buy my album. Bro, he literally word for word said, cancel me. <laughs> and we as a whole, as a community said, okay. And niggas did not buy that <laughs> shit. Oh, yeah, bro. He got canceled for real. I still listen. And what I will say is that was probably one of the best albums of 2019 and one of the best pieces of work I've ever heard from Daniel Caesar. Really? Amazing. Case study one was amazing. It's always right when a nigga fucks up that they put out they they best work. Mm-hmm. Why is why is it like that? I don't know, man. But nevertheless, four years later, he's got his new album "Never Enough" out. This was fifteen tracks, fifty five minutes. I was fortunate enough to hear the entire thing before we potted. Have you heard the entire thing? Yes, sir. What I will say is, wow. What a guy. <laughs> what a guy. What an artist. What a pen. Regardless of the comments made by Daniel Caesar, which were out of line, inappropriate, unnecessary, the music just speaks for itself. This guy is incredible. I, I, I mean, absolutely incredible. Down to the point where it's always my favorites that that are the fucking, the racy ones. Daniel Caesar... <laughs> Kanye West, Tory Lanez. What the fuck is it with me? I was, I was just about to say, maybe it's you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm one of those girls that were like, man, I can... Why are all the guys that I fuck with ain't shit? Maybe it's you, baby. It's probably you, baby. It may be you. Maybe I need to start looking at myself. But... Um, in the mirror? Absolutely, man in the mirror. <laughs> in the mirror. <laughs> Gonna make a change. For once in my Oh, you gotta life. stop with that noise. No, that's man. the mic noise. <laughs> it's gonna feel real good. Gonna make a difference. <laughs> yeah. 
Don't don't blame me. Ask me. I mean, ask them why he did it. <laughs> ask Mike why he did it. <laughs> For sure. We've got a couple of questions to ask him <laughs> and why he did it. Yeah, that's correct. Michael, why did you suck them kids? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am sorry. <laughs> Yo. All right, back on Ooh. back on track. Daniel Caesar never enough. Oh, 15 tracks, 55 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I played the project, man, from start to finish. And there's definitely some standout songs for me. But I really feel like um, I'm going to just speak specifically for the bros. Pat specifically. Okay. Pat Friday Night was like, yo, man, this is the best album I've ever heard. No skips. And I was listening to it when he said that. He's going crazy. So I'm like, all right. But I'm still, I'm, I ain't going to lie. I'm a Daniel Caesar hater just from the really? the, the comments, bro. Like the comments like really rubbed me the wrong you gotta way. You got to get past that. But when, you could get past, happened. you could get past slavery was a choice. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Harriet Tubman didn't free the slaves. <laughs> right, right, right. I ride for Kanye. I'm supposed to ride for Daniel Caesar. Death Con 3 when he wakes up in the morning? Damn, I didn't know you was going to put me on blast today. Now I really sound like a fuckhead. And a Republican. <laughs> That's what that nigga is. Sick. <laughs> nah, man. But uh, Shout out to the Republican Party and the Democratic. Yeah, yeah, everybody. But no, nah, I'm, and them libs. I'm, I'm wait, a hater. Wait, 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 <laughs> them libs wait, sure. wait, what is... um? What's libertarians? That's yeah, what I... Yeah, 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 the libs. The libs. <laughs> Shout out to them, uh, them free thinkers as well. Who's that? The, uh, <laughs> the sovereign citizens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Forty two dog for, sure. <laughs> for sure. But no, nah, man. Uh, like I said, I, I'm a hater. But like going in, <laughs> going in, I had to really be like, all right, let me just listen to it. But like I said, there's some standout songs. But to me, like some, I was kind of bored a little bit. Like, were you? It was there, too slow for you. There just wasn't. A theme. It was like Robert Pattinson playing Batman. <laughs> I heard he fucked that one up. Oh, it was slow, man. It was, <laughs> yeah. It was slow. It wasn't bad. It was just slow. Just a slow start. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Did it get better in the end? No. No. I mean, it was good all throughout. Slow as fuck. Yeah. Is that what you're thinking about this? Yeah, man. Like I said, it's some, some songs that are really great <clears throat> to me. I'll name. So, number 11, Pain is Inevitable. That's one of my favorite ones. Number seven, Cool. That's one of my favorite ones as well. And I like... Um, Homosexual, that's the one with Todd Dollar Sign, if I'm not mistaken. But anyways, I like I like homosexual Vince Van Gogh. Um that one's crazy. Ocho Rios. The, he always comes in crazy for me on the intro. That you're my saving grace. Oh my god. Yeah, man. Like, like I said, it's not bad. I, I enjoyed the project. I just was kind of bored throughout like the middle. And I felt like at the end, just like the movie, it got better. But overall, it's a good project. Daniel Caesar has made a return. I have seen so many people talking about this project, so I guess everybody just forgave him. What's, I mean, <laughs> his comments were not that bad. Nah, man, I know. I'm just really talking, but he he really said some crazy things, though. If the music is good enough, it will it will overshadow of course. your bullshit. Just like gay. Well, we're talking about a once-in-a-lifetime type of artist. <laughs> right, right. You you can't always expect a, a second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, or seventh chance like Kanye West. Yeah, yeah, you got to up a billion for some shit like that. <clears throat> but um, I don't have too much on this. I think it was a great album. We can move on when uh when you're ready. Let's do it. All right, we are out of albums. Let's go into new tracks for the weekend. Drake. We talked about the highly anticipated, the controversial track that 
mentioned Kim Kardashian's voices or it had samples of Kim Kardashian's voice. He played back and forth with her uh, on the on the verses. Tell me what to do. Okay. Tell me what to do. Okay. 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 <laughs> she cleared that, right? She had to. The track's out. It's called Search and Rescue. Yeah. He fucked with Kanye a little bit more with the, the cover of the track. He put a girl that looked just like Kim Kardashian over the cover. What's up, man? I thought these guys had had, had rekindled. Me too. Like, what happened to the entire, like, the Amazon Prime I concert? Saying, I thought we did this for Larry Hoover. What happened to that? Dr- Number one, Larry <laughs> Hoover's not out still. <laughs> Do you niggas lie? Absolutely. They did that for hoodies and, and I dope. was about to say it was just for the fashion line. Money. Um, did Drake not sit up there and cry on the side of the stage yeah. watching... Watching, wait, wait, <laughs> what? wait, <laughs> what? what's up? Drake sat on the side of the stage during the Amazon Prime concert and dropped a tear while Kanye cried for Kim back. Oh, he was that was when he was doing that. Love. Yeah, when he no, yeah, he was like, most importantly, Kimberly. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when Drake was yeah, over there yeah. crying. Nine months to a to a year and a half later, you putting this shit out. That's why I'm asking. Like I thought these guys were friends. Now at this point, maybe not. I thought we were done with the shots, man. You guys are too old. Kanye's in his forties. Drake is approaching forty. Why are we still doing this? Ooh, you ready for me to get into this beef? Like do the science, Kari? What man? Listen, listen, listen. Kanye made some real, 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 real fucked up comments about the Jewish community. You got to remember, Drake <laughs> oh, Jewish. I forgot Drake is Jewish. Drake is Jewish. So he was like, nah, nigga. You got to do it for, for his people. Nigga, he got to stand up for the for the community. It's, like, for, it's for the star day. Absolutely. Like, what if somebody of a different community pointed you out in the entire black community? Like, yeah, like, you gotta, like Daniel Caesar. <laughs> you feel me now? So now, yeah, 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 it's yeah. You just, you just putting on, right? You just putting on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. That's all I'm that good one. Good one, my nigga. That nigga boy. That boy, Kari Pied, nigga. Okay. He just pulled up from half court. Logo Lillard. That nigga pulled up. Drain that off. Yeah, for sure. Okay. But. Drake was like, yo, you're not going to talk about me and the fam and my people like that. Right. Tuh, this this shit, getting back together, I did that shit for Larry Hoover. I did that shit for Jay Print. Now, whoa, whoa, whoa. We did get verses from Drake months after the rekindling of Kanye and Drake. And he was like, shit, I did that shit for Jay Prince. You remember that? Mm, Lincoln with the ops. Shit, I did that, that shit, shit for, for Jay, Jay Prince. Prince. Okay, so maybe maybe we should have saw this coming. Maybe it's been bad blood all along. They never they never got back together. And this was all for Jay Prince, Larry Hoover, and some dough. You know what? And I, I'm sure we said this when we potted about the concert. But even from the jump to me, I never really believed it. It was always weird. I didn't believe it on Drake's end. I believed Kanye wanted... Nothing more than to be genuine friends with Drake again. Drake was on nigga, fuck you. Oh, it was just weird, man. You know the whole Jay Prince read Kanye reading the letters. 
they, oh my gosh, they're and, out, they're out in Barbados. And <laughs> everybody's shit just like, <laughs> it's all peaches and cream now. Like y'all was just beefing yesterday. This was Jay Prince. <laughs> With the thumbs up. Shout out Jay Prince. It's it's weird, man. But yeah, so of course, like you mentioned, obviously had to get that cleared by Kim Kardashian to add that to the song. Uh, but the song Search and Rescue. So Drake actually had maybe a week or two ago had previewed this on his Instagram. Yes, right? that's that's when it went crazy. So we had heard it, but it wasn't the full song. So when I heard that preview, I was like, all right, whatever. Here we go. Like, childish shit. Boom, boom, Just whatever. some more average-ass straight. <sighs> I'm just like, bro, whatever. Anyways, hearing the full song, though, dude, I enjoyed the hell out of this song. <laughs> uh, there's sometimes, like you said, we hear the preview from Drake, and we like, man, this shit is going to be bullshit. It's just Drake. That track is fire, Kari. Yeah, dude. I didn't want to like it either because of the Kim Kardashian shit. To me, it's childish. Right. To me, it's nasty. To me, it's disrespectful. And I'm Ye's biggest fucking fan. You can't deny good music. That shit is amazing. The beat rattling in the back. Mm. You want to have a conversation about that? Oh, about the beat? Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> Yeet's all over that beat, Carl. <laughs> we just talked about this last, last pod. episode. <laughs> Yo, these niggas are stealing from Yeet. Man. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Benny X, man. It's really Benny X. So he's this song had like five, six producers, but the main one, Benny X, he's the one behind those different sounds that we hear from right, Yeet. Right, right, right. Those different instruments and just different all type of noises, man. Is Benny has. X on this on this track? Huh? Oh, okay. There yeah, it is. Yeah, so Benny, Benny X, Sad Pony. 40, of course. Even Yachty had credits on this. Absolutely. We uh we saw some people on social media that were talking shit to Yachty because he had a track to drop this week. You know, the uh, holster. Right. And they were like, yeah, we know you dropped, but nigga Drake dropped this week. We listening to Drake first. Yachty quoted that said, I produced on that too, so have fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not mad, nigga. That's, that's my it. track too. I love it, man. I love it. But overall, I love this song. So, of course, Drake is rapping, of course, throughout the middle of the song. Towards the end, there's a switch. The beat changes. He gets into that that deep flow when Drake, you know, every time Drake gets a slow beat, that's when he starts to really talk his for shit. For sure. For sure. Um, but overall, man, like, I, I just like this song. It's catchy. It's very catchy. Obviously, the Kim Kardashian shit, but tell me what to do. Like you said, that part is catchy. Think, uh, deep down, I think about you all day, mommy. Like, that's catchy. And then, what is it? I'm trying to tell the, the group chat. It's a rap? What do you say? Oh, my gosh. It, it's just catchy. I'm trying to hit the group chat and tell them it's a, a rap. rap. Like, I just want to take you on a holiday, mommy. Oh, my gosh. Don't. It's hard, man. It's hard. I wanted to. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. If you listen, I want to take you on a holiday, mommy. You feel me? Stop playing. For real, for real. I'm trying to hit the group chat and tell him it's a rap. I'm ready to hit the group chat and tell <laughs> him it's a rap. Oh, me on me. Come on now. Yeah, that's lit. That's lit. Why does Drake do this every time? Drake is the summertime, man. You know what's up? Me warming up. No, not even that. And this is the type shit where we don't have Drake in our top five all time or top this all time. And maybe he should be because, yes, you have Jay-Z whose bars are impeccable Yes, you have uh, Pac, who was a thug that was poetic. Yes, you have Biggie, whose style changed the game forever. Yes, you have Nas, who's just an amazing bar spitter. When it comes to Drake, I can't think of any other artist 
that can 150% channel your exact emotion and put it in lyrics perfectly, exactly how you felt. Time and time and time and time again. Who else could do that shit like Drake? Maybe like Cole. Cole can do it too. But between Drake and J. Cole, I don't know any artists that can fully take how you're feeling and put it in words. Drake, J. Cole, Tyler, the creator. I'm sorry. I had to add that one. <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah. That's tough. And Drake is the best at it. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. He's been doing it for 15 years now. <clears throat> he might be one of the best ever. That nigga might Drake, be top oh, yeah, five. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, Definitely. I really enjoyed the track. I don't have much more to say. We can go ahead and move on. Okay. We were talking about Lil Yachty, Holster. The real name of the uh, of the track is called Strike. Mm-hmm. But we uh, we got the snippet of Shorty singing Holster. That's his sister. That's his sister? Mm-hmm. Okay. I believe so, yeah. We got a snippet of allegedly Lil Yachty's sister singing the part that said holster. So basically everyone around the world started calling the track holster. Mm-hmm. It's actually called Strike. It dropped on Friday. I have mixed emotions about this song. Okay. <clears throat> Just because I was expecting holster to be the chorus. <laughs> I wasn't expecting Strike to be the chorus. And to only hear the holster part in the song once. Towards the end, too. Yeah. And the rest of it wasn't really doing what it needed to do for me. Really? It was a good song. The beat is great. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the holster part is the best part of the song. Yeah, yeah. So I I will agree with you on that part. Going in expecting to hear holster way more than what we heard it. You know, just because from the snippet. Um, strike being like the main part of the song, the chorus of the song that was shocking. And even because, you know, when you get snippets, sometimes it's just like a raw vocal or a raw beat. I think they kind of, he kind of changed it up a little bit. Do you think so? The sound a little bit, maybe I have to go back and play the the snippet, but, um, I just think it sounded a little bit more clear. It hurt the quality of her, uh, of her footage didn't seem the best when she recorded really? it. Okay. Okay. But overall, man, um, I enjoyed it. I, I think I would have liked it more as well if Holster was said more. But to me, man, like like I said before with Yachty, he's just grown so much as an artist. He For has sure. this, this new sound that I like. So I like that he's able to. I didn't say I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. I just I like how he's just able to bring these these multiple sounds into one song. The Holster being one part is one part of the song. Then Strike is another part of the song. You know what I mean? So like, I just like the way he mixed it together to me, but. Overall, it was still good. I know you said you expected more, but I did. I think it was. I think it was what the fans needed, in a sense. But we'll see. Um. Yeah, I think it was good. It's still gonna chart. <clears throat> but um, we can go ahead and move on from there. NBA YoungBoy and Nicki Minaj. We uh we've been anticipating their new track that they said they were dropping. It was called WTF. What the fuck? How'd you feel about it? It was all right. I only heard it that one time. Oh, you heard it one time during pre-production? <laughs> yeah, that's the only time I heard it, but it didn't sound too bad. So it's actually slower than what I expected it to be. I thought it was going to be much of a faster. Just seeing those names, I'm thinking that they're going to rap like super hard always. And they have in their uh, in their previous in the past tracks. songs, right. So 
this one was more, uh, more slower, more kind of even melodic. So I did enjoy that, but it's not a song that I'm just going to play often. Nikki sounded good. She had a nice verse. And young boy, anytime he goes on the slower vibe to me, that's when I like him the most. So it's a, it's not a great song. I'll just say it's a good song. <laughs> it's not. It's just, it don't blow you away, bro. Yeah, that's I feel the is. same way. I feel like this is a song that should be on the album, right. but should not have released as a single. Yeah. Just because, for me, it is average. It doesn't, it's not terrible. It's not bad at all. They both sound good. I think Young Boy's rap could have been more on the song. Um, he was doing a little bit more singing than he was rapping. I think there could have been more rap on it. Nikki's verse, Nikki's verse was good to me. I'm not going to lie. It just, it's not her song. She's not the one carrying it. It's his style and his energy of the track that's being carried. Um, <clears throat> so I don't think it's terrible. I just think it'll fit better within the album and it shouldn't have been the single. But I get where you're NBA young boy and you get the feature from a rap god like Nicki Minaj and you go, hey, we're putting this out as a single. When the album come out next week? That album comes out uh, the 23rd, I believe. 23rd, okay. So, uh, yeah, whatever day the 23rd is. I don't have my calendar out right now, but I think that's 20, next Friday. 21st. Oh, the 21st. Is yeah, that what yeah, it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, next, next Friday. Next Friday. That's when it'll drop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, but yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't terrible. We can move on. Conway the Machine, he dropped a track called Quarters. I actually wasn't, uh, I wasn't able to get to this. We played it Saturday. Did we? Yeah, yeah, we played it Saturday. And did we talk about how it was good? Yeah, it's cool. Okay. You just don't remember. No, nah, yeah. We probably only heard it once. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, nah, it's, it's great. It's Conway. He does the same thing on every song. He, <laughs> bro, he just keeps it. that shit sound bad. <laughs> no, no, no. He kills it. I just mean like the bars are. It's Conway. He does the same fucking thing every fucking song. <laughs> yeah, man. the bars are over. magnificent, bro. So, no, nah, it's a good listen. If you appreciate that Griselda rap, that's another song that um, I know that you'll like. So, it's cool. Absolutely. I wonder if he's he's gearing up for another album because he's fresh off that collab album with Jay Skies. Mm. But you already know how them Griselda niggas are. They yeah. they pop right the fuck back out. <clears throat> and actually, I might remember this. Is is Westside on this? Nah, he's just by himself. Okay, then they might have a track out. I'm not 100% sure. But um, do you have more to say on it? No, nah, that was it. All right, let's just touch one more track before we get into the news. Joey Badass, he dropped a track called Fallen. I really like this. This accompanied a video. Um, now, the video is going to be on some... It's, it's very well shot. It's on some more for the ladies type shit. Yeah, it's, a, it's a visual for the ladies. Mm -hmm. But the song, I fuck with it. Yeah, it was more slower, right? If I'm not mistaken. Absolutely. Only, yeah, okay, I remember. It, I wouldn't say it's more melodic, yeah, but it's, it's just slower. It's just slower. Mm -hmm. But... He's putting down bars like he's always putting down. Yeah, he's back, fully immersed into this rap game. Oh yeah, bro. He dropped when he dropped the what was it two thousand? What he called it? Two thousand. Two thousand, right? Yeah, because, sure, the, because the last one was nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, two thousand was a great project, bro. He just since the release of that, he's just been everywhere. Shows, you know, what I'm saying he's been at all the fashion shows and everything. So yeah, Joey Badass is a hundred percent back, fully in the game, and has his foot in the game, bro. From the vocals to the production to the video side to what he's doing on TV over on uh the Raising Canaan Go side. Hey, I, hey, take your take your motherfucking hat off to Joey Badass because the niggas killing it right now. You know me, um, <clears throat> but like I said, he's got a new track and new video called Falling Out. I think it's amazing. 
Kari already said he liked it. Yeah. I think that's going to pretty much do it for us uh, on the music side. Okay. You want to start on news? Let's do it. Okay. Kari Gucci Man said he is looking for new artists to sign <laughs> to 1017. And he's lost everybody, so why the fuck wouldn't he be? Right. Uh, I'm not surprised, man. Unfortunately, you know, he, he has had some pass away. Some are incarcerated. Um, and then for the others, they're just not good. So Gucci... I'm not surprised to see that he's needing more artists, man. 1017, they had their time, but this is not, this is like the second time where he's damn near had to clear house and start over, right? In the last five years. Absolutely. And it's because either someone or they pass away or they go to jail. Um, or it's just not good. Yeah. Or he just has to drop them because they're not who he thought they were going to be when he signed them. Right. And the thing is, every single time he signs a new slew, it's hot. I mean, he knows how to get it hot for a while. And every single one of those artists will be hot for a cool period of time. Agreed. And then it'll cool down and there'll be one or two of them that are hot. Everybody else will get dropped. Then the one or two that's on there, one will die, one will go to jail. Unfortunately. Let's just start with who's currently on the label. Of course, we got Gucci Man. We got Fujiano. He's locked up. We've got Pooh Shiesty. He's locked up. Yep. And then uh, we got Big Walk Dog, but he's one of the smaller artists. Let's listen to some of the former artists. <clears throat> oh, girl, not there no more? Enchanting? From the city? I believe Enchanting is still there. Okay. Um, but, of course, you can remember Young Thug used to be 1017 from yeah. the very beginning, but he got he got released basically on some, uh, some Bow Wow, Snoop Dogg, um, <laughs> JD, like, yeah, yeah. I can't really handle this right now. Like, take him from me. We got Young Thug, OJ the Juice Man, Frenchie, oh. Pee Wee Longway, Migos. And then let's get into the actual era that we remember. The first slew of 1017 artists, Kari, Lil Wop, Young Scooter. Uh, where where else are we with this? Uh Hoodridge Pop Flame, man. That was before, yes. <laughs> Walk a flock of flame in the yeah, early two yeah. thousands to mid two thousands. Hoodridge Pablo One, mm-hmm. Asian Doll, Big Scar, Young Beef. There, there's a lot. <laughs> I was about to say the list goes on. But that that first <laughs> era in the two thousand and tens, where you have or the the later two thousand and tens, where you have. Um, Asian Dog come through. You have Hoodridge Pablo Juan come through. You have Lil Wop come through. That was his first popping record label full of artists. Right. Then you saw those all fade away. Then he picked up the new ones that are Pooh Shiesty, Fujiano, Big Scar. Um, and that looked like it was enchanting. Um, it was promising. Keisha Day. Very promising. It was very promising, and it would still be working if we had Pooh Shiesty out. Yeah. 2019, Pooh Shiesty was the biggest rapper that year. We talked about, I remember um, when me, you, and Hop would have talks, we'd go to the club, and you would hear this nigga Pooh Shiesty's whole album while you were out. <laughs> the whole fucking album, and they'd play it in a row. And I'd be like, damn, are you? who's paying you niggas? Because please, stop playing <laughs> Pooh shiesty. Yeah. I sound like Professor Lawler on a, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a Raven. Please stop fucking playing 
poop, 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 shiesty. But um, couldn't stay out. Fujiano couldn't stay out. Mm-hmm. Nobody else. Once once the two hottest ones went down, no one else could stay hot. Scar passed away. Uh, back in blood had the city, every city in America on lock. It could have went number one had it had it had a little bit more marketing. Wow. But no. It might have gone number one. I don't know. Yeah, more than likely. Cause that's that was after the pandemic. It's 21. You had said 19. It was actually like 2020, 2021. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. Because he did have a pandemic rocking. That's what I'm saying. You know how we was listening to music just because we was all locked in on shutdown. But Pooh Ice is the reason why these little niggas wear masks. Oh, yeah, for sure. They're called Shiesties. Which is sick. No, it's actually fire. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, to, to us, but like. You think it's just wearing masks into public places? <laughs> like it's, oh, yeah, it's right. not cool. You're right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just like maybe it's not fire. <sighs> maybe not for us, man. But but no, Gucci Mane once again. Uh, good luck to you. You know, hopefully he's able. He's shown. He's proved that I've done this before. Oh, he's got the ear. Five years apart, however long it's been. You know, he's done it three, four times where he's able to pick and formulate a good group of people to, uh, you know, formulate his his record label there, 1017. So hopefully he can do it again. But it's getting to the point, man, like, should he? I mean, maybe he's good at, at finding, like, that raw talent at first. And like you said, getting everybody hype. But he hasn't found somebody who's been able to last. You know what I'm saying? Pooh Shicey, to me, maybe would have been the one, like you said, if he didn't get locked oh, up. Oh, he was the one. He still would be hot right now. Obviously, I get that. But outside of that... Um, you know, from the the newer artists these days, it's been hard to find somebody who can experience longevity. Why is that? Uh, the music game changes too fast. Okay, it's changing too fast. Um, we have a we have a new style all the fucking time, and the fans are fickle, just like Luyati said. So they're gonna move different places. Do you think because um, he always goes for rap, and I know that's the thing over there, but do you think? He would benefit maybe including some R and B to ten seventeen if possible. No, no, no. It, don't, it ain't gonna work. I'm just thinking about years past of Gucci Mane's success in music and success producing other artists in music. I've never heard one good R and B song that he's been on, produced, or one of his artists has produced. So I would, uh, I would advise him not to go in that direction. <laughs> I haven't heard. Here we go with the disrespect, with the hate. <laughs> I have heard more bad songs from Gucci Man than I've heard good songs. Oh, yeah. Because he has too many songs, man. So even telling him to stick with the rap is iffy. Okay, that makes sense. I'm not telling him to go with the R&B. Sorry, guys. Yeah, for sure. We can move on, though. All right, where, where are we at with it next? All right, moving on, man. So we wanted to talk about the killers of XXX Tentacion. They have been sentenced to life in prison. Yeah, man. I had a little bit more in an article. Um, yeah, three men were given life sentences on Thursday for the 2018 killing of XXX Tentacion. If y'all can remember, he was shot in South Florida um, outside of a car dealership. He was trying to buy a motorcycle. He had just left the bank. He had $50,000 cash on him. Um, it seemed as though niggas was watching him. They seen the transactions he was making. They tried to rob him. XXX and Tassian went going. They lit. They lit on. They lit him up. 
This was 2018, right? Yeah, 2018. 2018. Uh, so it's good that, you know, what's that, five years now? Five years. Five yeah, years after all later. this time. Yeah, that justice is finally, you know, being served and they got the guys who actually committed the, the robbery and the murder. Did um, they? I mean, shit, we can only hope. Because Drake is just walking free. Oh, yeah, Drake did get off, huh? <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Drake is untouchable, man. That's wow. All right, it's kind of wild that they that they did that. They called him on stand. He didn't have to go. Oh, no. His lawyer went um, on his behalf and, you know, got that dismissed for him. We know Drake was not showing up to no Florida courthouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but a little bit a little bit more info. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, Air Drake don't even fly into Florida. Absolutely. No, 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 no. <laughs> only to Turks. Turks in Canada. That's the only places that bitch flies Turks to. in Canada. <laughs> but what I will say is um, that situation was still a little odd. Oh, with Drake? Yeah, yeah. Nobody saw that was odd. It's the only time I shoot below the neck. Or whatever he said. What did he say? He made a couple of different tracks. <laughs> Sicko mode, nigga. Yeah. Sicko mode and I'm upset, but we'll move on. There were three uh, suspects that were convicted. A uh, 28-year-old, a 26-year-old, and a 24-year-old. They were each convicted of a first-degree murder. Um, there was eight days of deliberations. The prosecutors, they didn't want the death penalty, which is kind of wild because if you think about Florida, Florida's like Texas. If the if the death penalty is available, they giving that bitch out. Kind of wild that it didn't happen in this case, but you know, <clears throat> good to see there was some justice served. Of course. We wanted to move on and talk a little bit more about some others. Um the suspected killers of Pop Smoke, they were convicted uh and sentenced. But this killer was only sentenced to 4 years, Corey. Yeah, this was crazy. And um, I believe it was because the the charge was voluntary manslaughter. I've got more here on this one. Um, there was actually four men, but one of the four men uh, accused of killing Pop Smoke pled guilty to voluntary manslaughter, yeah, and uh, home invasion robbery. And he'll be incarcerated for four years and two months in a juvenile treatment. Oh, that's why. Because they were like, how underage? How was he? he was like fifteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember those headlines coming out yeah. a couple years ago, and they were like, "Pop Smoke killed by a fifteen-year-old." I was like, "What the fuck? Yeah. A child?" Um, yeah, he pled guilty. On um, the L.A. Times, uh, they said the judge refused to reduce his sentence by two years and eight months. They were gonna give this nigga two years. <laughs> what I will say is. For a long time, L.A. prisons have been very crowded. Yeah. <laughs> Send that nigga somewhere else. Okay. I mean, but he's a juvenile. They're not going to send him upstate for juvie, are okay. they? Okay, yeah. Or or up different states. Um, wow. But they said he could... Uh, with the time he's already spent behind bars, they said they warned him he could remain in juvenile custody until he's 25. Okay. We'll see. Once again, I mean, it's probably not the justice. I know it's not the justice that the family, Pop, Pop Smoke's family, wanted or were seeking. Uh, but I guess, you know, four years, I guess they got the right people here in this situation, according to them. But your four years is just crazy. I know he was young and a juvenile, but like, damn. He like got off. Hey, that's good lawyer work. The the lawyer tried to get a a case argued that his client suffered from a learning disability that made him incapable to stand trial. 
They were going to try to clear that bitch. 15 years old, man. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Though, Rest man. in peace, Pop Smoke. And it really doesn't sit right with me. The same way you said it, the, the family probably doesn't like it. That in four years, what we said he was 15 in what, 2020? Mm-hmm. February. So that was three years ago. He's 18. This nigga's coming out of jail in his prime. <laughs> this nigga gonna be 23, swole. <laughs> Tattoos. A demon. <laughs> nigga, one of one of the, the, the greatest rappers of the late 2010s and 20s under his belt. As a body, <laughs> he gonna have his GED. Yeah, yeah, he gonna have his associates. <laughs> yeah, you know bro. he gonna have his associates. That's Absolutely. how prison go. Yeah, he gonna be ready. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And if he really liked that in LA enough to get down on on Pop Smoke, there's gonna be bread, pussy. <laughs> you know, it's gonna be waiting on him when he get out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all that. Do y'all know what it was like when Bobby Shmurda got out? You seen he was on a plane with Quavo and all them women. Bobby Schmurter had girl pussy and boy butt waiting on him. <laughs> <laughs> and he accepted both. Chill, man. No, I'm just playing. That, that was all after that. <laughs> that little bedroom incident. It was a joke, though, guys. Yeah. I, I heard. Allegedly. <laughs> I heard. That girl never turned around, though, huh? Yeah. We never saw her face? Of course not. All right. Where are we at with this thing next? Uh, Moving on. Huh. Gary, have you been seeing... Some of these songs from your favorite artists coming out, but they're now being sang by totally different people. Unfortunately, I have. And then you, I have. you click on the caption and it says that there's a new AI out that you can basically take any of your favorite songs and put any artist's voice on it. Mm-hmm. I was listening to, to Kanye West do Self Control by Frank Ocean last weekend. I was listening to Kanye do some J. Cole song. I can't yes. remember what it was, but it was disgusting. No, actually, he killed that one. <laughs> it was nasty. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. That that Drake one, not the Drake one. Uh, the Oh, that's what I heard. It wasn't Kanye doing Cole. And I don't know why it's so popular with Kanye. These niggas didn't put Kanye on everything. On everything. Kanye was doing Jungle by Drake. Mm, it's tough. Hey, hey, listen. Before we get into the hate, because I, I promise you this is going to be about 95% hate on this. That jungle by Kanye. <laughs> hey, hey, look. I might go find that little that little glitch or whatever it is these niggas doing uh-huh. and go do all of, if you're reading this, it's too late by Kanye. <laughs> by Kanye <laughs> hey, West. I might fuck around and do 808 and Heartbreak by Drake. <laughs> fuck are we talking about? Yeah, that would be funny though. But let's get back to the seriousness. This shit is sick. I don't like all this AI with the music, man. No, I don't like this at all. It was Lights, Please. Kanye performed Lights, Please. I liked that. I heard <laughs> no, that. No, that was nasty. But no, man, I don't like I don't like the AI-generated songs, man. It's scary because it gets to the point where music is already declining, specifically the hip-hop love and popularity. Yes. This is not good for music because it gets to the point where labels now can just generate AI shit. They, they don't, just engineer they don't, it. They don't have to pay the artist. You know the artist mean? doesn't even have to go into the label and record. It's not cool, yo. Think about it like that. And I'm going to say this on two different ways. Um, the first way I was going to say it could get dangerous. Imagine if, and I'm just going to use two artists that are passed away. Imagine if Tupac and Biggie are beefing and some random just decides to record their own track dissing Tupac 
and just throw Biggie's voice on that shit. Mm-hmm. And it gets around before the artist's voice that says, that's not me, gets around. And even if they say, that's not me, how the fuck do we prove that? Because, yeah, it's so close to the actual voice, man. Like, it's it's them. It's literally them. The second point that we can get to is the artist literally would have to do no work anymore. Think about it on the tip. Say Quentin Miller recorded or wrote a Drake track. He could just go get Drake's voice and just put it all together. Yep. No need for reference tracks anymore. <laughs> just give you the whole track. What the f- The reference, yeah, there's no <laughs> reference tracks yeah. with anybody else's voice. On. Just the track. This is what you need to sound like. And you don't even have to do this is what you need to sound like. Look, this is what you sound like on it. Yeah, that's weird, yo. Because if you listen to Lights Please by Kanye, if you listen to Jungle by Kanye, they sound perfect. Mm-hmm. No stumbling. No, we had to cut the voice here and add this here. It sounded perfect. Not a flaw in it. It sounded more perfect than auto-tune. That's scary. We need another Jay-Z verse. Bro. (laughs) Death of AI. This nigga here. The new DOA. The new (laughs) DOAI. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) New depth of auto-tune. D-O-A-I. Nah, man, but um, I'm going to take it a whole nother level stepping outside of music. I'm going to speak to you scammers. <laughs> Ooh. Boy, the scamming game just went up a whole nother level. Absolutely. With Absolutely. Because, you know, when niggas make fake pages for artists and, you know, you see they like, hey, pull up this. I'm such and such, bro. You could send like recorded messages. Absolutely. Like other people now. The scamming game just went to a whole nother level. I seen y'all in the comments. That's why I'm bringing it up. Imagine if we would have had this type of technology when we needed to call ourselves out of school. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. He's he's sick. He's not gonna be here today. Man, say this AI shit is scary, Kari. Yeah, it's not cool because we're we're thinking about a song right now, but in years forward, it's gonna be your voice. Niggas are gonna have your voice. Niggas could be able to sign off on your shit. Mm-hmm. And what if we got to the point where like them niggas had like a digital like a like a memory of your thumbprint type shit. But your voice. Right? All, all of it. The same way you think of like Smart House for my old school niggas back in the day, Disney Channel movie type shit. Niggas could just take over. I mean, we're seeing it, bro. Little by little, we just talked about, you know, the new AI things with, like, the robots and the restaurants. We talked about uh, the lawnmowers, vacuums. We talked about Ancestry being sold and them niggas having your motherfucking DNA, you dumbasses. (laughs) Hey, man. Now now they, like, all they really would have needed was your voice. They got it. Nigga, they have bodies. They have DNA. They have voices. Damn, they got the voice now. That's really crazy. They got the voice. That was, a la- that was the missing piece. And the thing is, Jeez. they probably had it for so long now. Yeah, because honestly, man, at my job, we have like a uh, security feature where it's people's voices. It's weird as shit now. I'm like, I wasn't thinking about that till now. I'm like, People's voices are stored somewhere in some cloud once again. And it's just like, bro, where is all this information going? So far back that is it crazy when people say that niggas are cloned? 
Because if this shit, and I, I like to say, <laughs> I want to save some of this shit for the future, like exclusive content shit. But if this type of information has hit the commercial market, it has hit the consumer, the dumb fuck down at the bottom. Think about how long the niggas at the top have had it. They probably had it since the 90s. <laughs> because that whole time travel mind control shit like when, like um the CIA released documents in I think 2020 that time travel through a certain type of meditation was real the documents were from the 1980s nigga they had you 30 40 years ago it just got down here nah I wasn't thinking like that my brother Moral of the story is that's not Gucci, man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. I said all that to say that's not Gucci or Demar Hamlin, and Tupac is in Cuba. <laughs> yeah, facts, we've been through that. Wow, that's crazy. Um, wow, yo, now you really threw me. Sorry, I didn't mean to go down the rabbit hole that far, but when you think about the AI being able to pick up any voice and sound perfectly just like that. You need to think a little bit larger than just songs and music coming out. Sorry, guys. <clears throat> Are you ready to move on? Yes, sir. All right. Let's get back to some uh, some fun light shit. Hulu has a documentary over Freaknik about to come out, Kari. Mm -hmm. <sighs> it's about time we finally saw some old school 80s, <laughs> 90s naked bitches. <laughs> Chill out, yo. Sorry, 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 sorry. Even though I want to see those 80, 90s <laughs> naked bitches. Come on, cuz. The record scratch. I just did everything in that. No, nah, I need I need control on that. <laughs> Bro, I done told you. No, nah, those 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 pads shouldn't be so sensitive. They yeah. gave us an NPC in this bitch. <laughs> you gotta stop hitting it so hard, man. Excuse me? <laughs> Come on, bro. Nah, you gotta, you gotta nah. stop pressing the button. Yeah, 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 yeah. Redirect Damn. what you said, bro. I gotta stop what, my nigga? You gotta stop pressing that button as hard <laughs> as you pressing it, bro. All right, man. Let me get back on track. Uh an upcoming Hulu docu-series. It's not just gonna be a documentary. This is actually gonna be uh more than one part series will shed light on the untold story of Freak Nick, the Atlanta founded cultural phenomenon, also known as Black Spring Break. It'll be called Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told. Uh, it's currently in development. They said it uh, it recounts the rise and fall of a small Atlanta HBCU picnic that exploded into an influential street party and spotlighted ATL as a major cultural stage. That's big us, man. I'm looking forward to seeing this specifically to see the fall. Of course, I knew how important Freaknik was in its heydays at its peak, Absolutely. in its prime, but I really want to know what caused it to fall off the way that it did. Now, I know... It see, still goes on, too. Yeah, they, they actually brought it back, I think, 21. Mm -hmm. But they, of course, they had to brand it as more like family I was going to say, and they had that whole debacle with 21 Savage and that oh, shit yeah, going he, on, remember? He performed. He showed it like Drake came. And just remember they sued him over his birthday because he called his birthday the Freaknik party. Oh, I think so. We reported on yeah, it a few yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. But um, like I said, man... I would just want to see what really happened, like with the fall off. Now, I was reading the article a little bit. I know 
um, kind of reminds me of Woodstock. You know, the things that happens at concerts, festivals. Only niggers would compare to Woodstock <laughs> to Freaknik. <laughs> Bro, I'm just saying as far as I'm just as kidding because like, it is it does resemble. Yeah, you know the things that, you know, sexual assault, things, all that Drugs, crazy shit. sex. Bro. Yeah, bro. So I'm just like, I know that's the reason why it fell off, but I just want to like see what was actually going on. So I'm looking forward to that for real. I'm just going to give a little info. Um, it started, like they said, as a picnic just for like D9 Greeks mm-hmm. um, in Atlanta at an HBCU. They said by 1994, over 200,000 people were in Atlanta just to partake in Freaknik. Um, they said around 1998, the Atlanta Committee for Black uh, College Spring Break told the Associated Press that they couldn't support the events anymore um, because they bring lewd activities, sexual assaults, violence against women, and public safety concerns fire trucks not being able to reach victims ambulances not able to reach hospitals in timely manners so it seemed like it just turned into a big ass shit show of course it turned into the travis scott concert because <laughs> 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 if you think niggas dying was the worst thing happened there nigga two hundred thousand people oh my god somebody got fondled the fuck up that night <laughs> <clears throat> call uh what's, what's the number 411 811 811. If you need to speak to someone for real, for real, yeah. for, for, because the Rising Ground podcast is here for y'all. Real talk. You ain't going to get us on the line, but <laughs> <laughs> we, ain't, we ain't that here for your ass. <clears throat> but no, it seems like it's going to be a good docuseries. I'm all yes. up for information, especially shit I've heard about my whole life, but yeah, never yeah, got yeah. to dig deep into. Absolutely. But you know who's not looking forward to this, who's not prepared to watch this docuseries? Who is that? The people that were actually there at the freaking meet. <laughs> people whose, oh, absolutely. whose marriages are going to end. We have pastors. We're not going to be able to <laughs> preach at church no more. The same way you're saying that and the same way we had an article to talk about this, I passed by so many articles they were talking about how people from that time period have backlash and things mm. to say about this docu-series coming out because they don't want to be portrayed in that light. For real, for real. You should have put your pussy away in the 90s. <laughs> now that bitch is going to be on Hulu. <laughs> they wanted a waiver or some shit so they could deny it. No, bitch, you had your pussy out the whole 90s. Now it's going to be out the whole 2020s for everybody to see. And I'm going to love it. <laughs> Fuck. Shake that ass. For sure. Bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, 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 no. That was misogynistic, Roger. Jeez. I'm sorry. Ooh. I need to give um I need to give light to my more Amber Rose. It's okay to be a slut like Bob's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you want to go to the slut walk? Keep it a hundred. <laughs> What's up? On some rise and grind podcast <laughs> shit. Yeah. Like, Carl, like, no, we should go to the slut walk. Let's go to the slut walk. Uh, I almost said something that was crazy, but uh, you not trying to be around a bunch of sluts. Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am, nigga. Especially the ones that are not afraid of that shit. <laughs> like, oh y'all all know y'all sluts. Oh, I could, I could call you a slut. Oh, oh my god, me too. <laughs> I, never, I, I never thought I'd be around so many of my own kind. Oh shit. <clears throat> oh man. No, it's it's settled. It's settled. Me, Kari, and the entire Rising Ground podcast will be doing the slut walk this year. It better not be no 5K though. I ain't 
I don't even know. I'm not going to be a slut for that long. <laughs> I can't be no 5K slut. <laughs> no, 5K slut is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to need to be in the little buggy that uh, mm. her and 21 was in if I'm going to be a 5K slut. Thanks. That's funny, 5K slut. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> Are you ready to move on? Yeah, man. Uh, the U.S. Federal Reserve decided since the owner and CEO of Cash App passed away man. that they're just going to fucking be Cash App now, Kari. <laughs> I heard they res, uh, they decided within the last few weeks. I've heard it was already in production. I did too, but, but yeah. they announced the rollout of their new uh, immediate cash service mm-hmm. called Fed Now. Yeah, yeah, I got some more right here. So this is from Forbes. It says the Federal Reserve plans to launch its own real time payment system called Fed Now this summer. Though Fed Now is years behind tech based private sector competitors, it will be a game changer for transactions in the U.S. It will be the first and only digital instant payment system that is both created and backed by the government. As a result, many banks will see it as a larger, safer system able to transfer money faster for consumers and businesses. I don't know why I don't like this, but I don't like it, Corey. I don't like it yet. I mean, me neither. Now, I get get it, but they just want to be able to... Have full control. Full control. And you know why? Because you remember, what was it? Um, It was either like a president that passed it, but specifically like with Cash App, they were trying to hold down on like how much money you were actually transferring. They started limiting. I remember like, that. How much money you could actually send and like cash out at a time. So it's the same shit here. It's because they want to start having this money reported. It's too much money that's funneling around being sent between these third party apps and being instantly transferred, and they can't track it. <laughs> so they want to be able to track it. That's all this is. And mark my words, when shit like this comes into play that's already aligned with the U.S. federal government is when they start to pick and poke at everything that Zelle does wrong. Mm-hmm. Pick and poke at everything that Cash App does wrong. Pick and poke at everything that PayPal does wrong until they get to shut all those bitches down, and then you have to use Fed now. Yep. Come on now. I promise in seven years, you niggas aren't going to be using anything except for Fed now. And I don't know if I said this to you off mic or if we talked about this a little bit before. It's going to get to the point where um, they want you to have this. So um, when you go into that little negative that you might be able to go into on Cash App, they're just going to seize. Mm-hmm. They're just going to garnish. Yeah, bro. They just want to be able to track it. I'm telling you. Because <clears throat> we talked about, like I said this before, like niggas don't cash out their balance. And uh, like Apple Pay, Cash App, Zelle, PayPal, whatever. So money that's just sitting there, they have no idea like how long it's been there, where it's going, how many hands it's been transferred from. So they want you to be able to use a system that's created and backed by them so they can be able to track every little transaction and transfer. This is also, guys, if you don't know or don't see it right in front of your face, an effort to eliminate paper money paper money is going to fuck away guys like i want y'all during the pandemic do y'all remember that whole little shit where they was like oh we just ran out of coins can you do you have the extra dollar no bitch bitch, and i want my exact change (laughs) back to nigga the the coin shortage if you don't want us to use paper money anymore just say that but I, i don't like paper money going away I don't like that at all. Me neither, bro. Because then everything is 
electronic and it sound good you know as a consumer in 2023 because everything we already do is electronic but money is the one thing where it's like you need to be able to have that like handheld absolutely because anything can go wrong electronically or and they can make shit wrong for you when they need to purpose they could shut down the bank or shut down the market or shut down your transfer you could be kanye west worth a billion and then even go down to being worth 400 million and still pull up the McDonald's and your Apple Pay doesn't work. Yeah, man. That's the type of shit where I mean, Facts. I we need mean. cash. I, I It's getting scary, Corey. Facts, man. Shout out to you niggas that's still stuffing it inside the mattress or the Nike shoebox. Absolutely. <laughs> For real. How long do you think that we have? I honestly don't think it will be in this lifetime or our lifetime. Cash won't be canceled as long as our generation's alive. No, no, no. I think this is something that's definitely years. A generation genera- or two ahead. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I agree with you as far as just saying, like, this is the the beginning stage of it. Our grandkids might see the... Our grandkids might turn on the news one day and see the date money is to stop being used. I can see. Yeah. They might not even live in the world where it's not being used anymore. So I will say we're not too far away from a generation of seeing coins go fully out. I think they'll do the coins first before they do the dollars. I don't even think maybe in our children's time. I don't even think we. I don't. I don't think we're gonna see it. But I think you maybe know, that next generation they may they may see that that's just the fun shit about life and progression and evolution because who knows man that shit could be all gone the same way i'm sure 40 years ago people probably didn't think sending letters would be something you only did in jail it's crazy or across the country <laughs> or in wars or even just the, the telephone bro being able cuz yeah like you said being able to talk to cuz Imagine your whole life, all you knew was writing letters, right? Waiting on the mail, and then a fucking telephone gets introduced where you can call somebody that's miles away. Yeah. That shit was probably crazy when they first introduced that. This uh, It's funny that this got brought up because I was just telling my moms earlier today, I have detention, and some of the, the little girls in sixth grade, they're not really even in trouble, but you get certain points knocked off for coming to a detention. So they were like, can we just come show up to detention? I'm not going to tell a student, no, you can't come to detention. And while some of them were in there, they're sixth graders, like I said. They were born in 2011. I swear to God. Jesus. They were like, Mr. Taylor. And I look up, I'm going, yes. And um, <clears throat> one of them goes, can I ask you a question? And I'm like, yeah. She was like, did you ever have a flip phone? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. The entire class, like, and there were quite a few sixth graders, and they erupted in laughter. They laughed at me, nigga. <laughs> like, they made fun of Damn, me. Goodness. And they were like, that's so old, like, yada, yada, yada. Wow. How did you use it? What was fun about it? And I was like, I mean, to be completely honest, the phones that we have today are much more advanced. They're much more fun. And I was like, but we made our fun out of it. We told them, I mean, I told them about ringtones, I told them about when you pissed off at somebody, like, just slamming the phone closed. Um, They were like, that's it. I'm like. (laughs) That was fun, though. It was fun. Voicemail, recording your own voicemail. Absolutely. music on it. What was it called, bro? The ring back tone? What was it? Where you can call somebody, right, and a song would play instead of it, like, ringing. You don't remember that? A ringtone. No, bro. Not, like, so I'm calling you instead of the dialing. 
It's a song that's being. Oh, played. I remember that. Holy <laughs> shit! It's, it's like a. I think they call it like a ring back. I don't uh, know. I, man, something I, like that. But you know what I mean, right? Yes, I remember too. Even though this is probably shit I shouldn't remember, I remember the party lines, like late '90s, early 2000s, mm-hmm. like the the party phone lines mm-hmm. type shit. I remember when they shut them hoes down. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we is old, bro. Yeah, yeah, niggas old. <laughs> Ringback tones, that's what it's called. That's crazy. Ringback tones, man. Oh, that that's is sick. That is insane. Wow. Um, but yeah, uh, I think we kind of deep dived the in, uh, entire talk on Fed now. <laughs> but um, we can really wrap up here for sure. All right, I don't think we had anything more to talk about. That was episode. 228 of the Rising Ground Podcast. It's been your boy Roderick. I'm Jakari. All right, man, let's get to these songs of the week.
about the fame. You seem to be concerned of what you heard about the game. Cause soon as niggas get a little change.